Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chaos Under Control. As always, it's me, Emily Richardson, and I am your host and your creator of this podcast. I am so, so, so excited, partially because my husband will be home soon, and y'all don't even know. When he walks in the door, I'm not going to hug him. I'm not going to kiss him. I'm going to extend my child out like the monkey did with Simba and the Lion King and just hand him to the dad and walk away. I'm going to go in my room, shut the door, and sleep forever. No, I'm kidding, but I'm so excited for him to be home, but I'm also very excited because we have been at, this will be the 14th episode of season two and the 47th episode of this podcast. Y'all, that is crazy. The listenership and just the support grows by the day. I cannot extend my heart out enough to y'all just at how thankful I am and how much I appreciate all of you. There are people who message me on Instagram and say, this episode was fantastic. I love this. This is so awesome that someone else sees where I'm coming from. I'm too scared to bring this up to my friends, but I'm so glad you talked about it. Y'all, that is what I'm here for. I'm your therapist without the degree, okay? I'm here for you. This is the way that I handle things in my life is helping other people. And I finally figured that out about myself. If I can explain something to someone else and watch them process it and benefit from it, my mind finally is like, hey, we could do that too. That would be great. I don't ever take my own advice until I give advice to someone and they take it. I know it's weird. It's just me. So, Sorry about that. Sorry about the wild tangent, but I'm so pumped for today's episode. So let's get to it. So we're talking about who, what, when, where, why, and how in this series. And today is who is your tribe. That is our episode. So some people may not know exactly what that means. Some people may not have a tribe. Some people might have different little tribes or groups of friends or cliques or Whatever, however you want to label that, but we're going to call it tribe. And I am going to apologize in advance. My notes, like every other word, is tribe almost. So y'all are just going to have to disregard and not turn this into a drinking game because if you do, you're going to black out in like three minutes. Don't recommend that whatsoever. But, anyways, so who is your tribe? That's what we're talking about today. So most of you know, if you follow me on social media or you know me personally, I'm from a very small town, literally two stoplights. I'm not kidding. It's, you know what? I love my hometown. I love where I'm from. It's so cute, but it's so funny to me because I've met people who are like, yeah, I'm from a small town. It's only got like 10,000 people. And I'm like, that's hilarious. Cause I think mine might have 2000 and that's like guessing not sure. And then they find out we have two stoplights and the town is called 96. And then the looks that I get are just, it's amazing. You should definitely be a part of that when I let someone know I'm from 96. It's hilarious. So I'm from a small town, which means that my dad was from there. His dad was from there. They were cattle farmers growing up. Like we are rooted in that town. So we know everybody. I grew up with the same friends. I think maybe three people moved to my school ever in my life. Like getting a new kid at our school was like Christmas because nobody ever comes to 96, much less moves there. So I grew up with the same friends. So it's hard for me to think of having a tribe, I guess, because the town itself was kind of a tribe. 
vibe. You just knew everyone. You were friends with everyone. But as I got older, I realized that I had certain friends that I kept closer than maybe everyone I knew. And then as I moved a lot growing up and then married my husband and he's part of the military. So I became friends with the military community and married people. My group just kind of changed, but I had different tribes throughout, if that makes sense. Just follow me. But nonetheless, I've never been someone who has a set group of friends who are all the same. I very much am a person that is interested in this and that, and I'm not in this clique or that clique. In high school, I was in marching band. I was a varsity cheerleader. I was on yearbook staff. I went to this church. I did this. I did that. So I had friends from everywhere, and I didn't have a group of friends that we all did the same sports, all had the same interests. It was never like that. But there are people who their tribe is just that. It is people exactly like them, and that is fine. And there are people who don't have a tribe at all. They just have two close friends, and that is so fine. So today what I'm talking about, though, is trying to just kind of pull from this side and that side how tribes can be beneficial, but some things that you need to understand about them so you're not ripping your hair out over them, if that makes sense. So... As I said, when I moved, I formed new friendships, new tribes, I met new groups, I became part of new activities and kind of new categories in my life, like marriage, motherhood, all of those will bring you new friends and you might lose some when you get those new friends and that's okay. Not everyone is meant to stick around forever. It's not that serious. Do not bog yourself down over friendships because for every friend you lose, there's always 10 more to gain. You have to know that. So, Here's two facts for you, and then I wrote down five key points, but let me cover the facts first. So fact number one, you are not weird if you do not have a set group of friends, aka a tribe. So for the longest time when I was in middle school, I felt so out of place because I didn't have that tribe. Now, when I was in seventh grade, I had my last year at my hometown, and then we moved because, as you know, my brother passed away at a very young age. And my parents tried to stick it out in my hometown, and it was just really hard. And so my dad, my stepmom, and me and my brothers and sisters, we moved. And it was just easier to kind of remove ourselves from the small town, start fresh, meet new people, get out of that very close-knit community when they were trying to heal. So I met new people, and then after that, we moved again and again to new houses, new schools for many reasons. And so I just met new people a lot, and I never kept those same friends that I started kindergarten with and graduated high school with. And I just feel like that every few years, I made new friends and kind of started over, so to speak. But I always had this weird thought that, you know, what's wrong with me? I don't have a tribe. Like, I feel like I have friends. Like, I have friends from this school and that school in my hometown, but I don't have that group of friends that I spend all my time with, that I talk on the phone with all the time, that, you know what I mean? I was very stressed out about that, which, looking back on it now, those were my problems in middle school, and I wish that was my problem now, but the real world is something else. But nonetheless, it was an issue then. And so now I wish I could just talk to my younger self and tell her, if you have one friend, that's it. It's so much better sometimes to have four quarters instead of a hundred pennies. It really is. And I had a hard time realizing that when I was younger, as do a lot of people and even adults. We get so caught up in life and just how we grow apart sometimes and we have different interests and we get married and have kids and we get busy and you don't always have the big group of friends you once had and you may 
be close to this friend because you grew up together, but you may be closer to this friend because you're both mothers and you're both married and you're both experiencing the same life right now, and that's okay. But it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you at any point in your life if you don't have like the sisterhood of the traveling pants or pretty little liars, that clique of friends that stick together and, you know, are so close knit. It's okay. Don't let the reality shows fool you. Don't let the friends that might have been on the cheerleading squad together since day one, don't let that bother you because if that works for them, that's fine. But if you don't have that, that's fine too. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with them. So... Fact number two, your tribe can change. And I just touched on that, but that's one thing a lot of people get freaked out by. So when I grew up in my hometown, by the time we moved, I was freaked out because I was like, I'm going to leave my friends. I don't know what to do because they're all that I've ever known. I've had these friends my whole life. Their dads are friends with my dad. Their moms went to school with my mom. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's very like stressful. And even when you have those friends from kindergarten growing up and then you get married and you're still friends, if one of them gets a job promotion in another state, they're going to move and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what to do. Like, that's my tribe that I'm leaving behind. Those are my people, my support system. But here's the thing. It's okay if it changes. It's okay to bring new people in and let them be close. It's okay to have friends that are far away. Trust me, I'm a military spouse. My friends are everywhere. Some of my best friends are everywhere. None of my friends are here where I live that I would consider my close friends, but still it's okay. I'm glad that I have friends everywhere. It gives me a reason to travel and how lucky am I to have people worth missing that even though they're not so close to me, our bond is so close that through the miles, they're that close to me. Does that make sense? So they may not be within reach, but they're just a phone call away. So if your tribe changes and people come and go in terms of living close by or maybe moving, or maybe it changes because one of you is a parent now and the other one's not and they're partying and you're changing diapers. So you don't really get to hang out as often. You don't have the same interest. That's okay. It's okay because here's the thing. That tribe, they've taught you something. And even if they're only there for a certain part of your life, or if they're only there on the weekends for you, or they're only there when you go to church, or only there for school, whatever it may be, there's still something good that's been in your life. They're still a part of the good things in your life, whether it's permanent or temporary or only certain times. You can have temporary tribes. That's okay. Just have good people in your life, however that looks for you. So here are some key points. I have five for you. Point number one, tribes are marvelous, but not mandatory. You can have one friend, you can have a thousand friends, you can have the closest group of friends in the whole world. That's fine. But at the end of the day, they are just friends. Your tribe is just friends. And some people have three people in their tribe, which means they have three close friends. Some people have one, peanut butter and jelly. It's one and one, but it's a dynamic duo that the whole world knows because it's amazing. It's not peanut butter and jelly and this and that and this and that. No, it's just two. That's all it needs. So maybe all you need is a peanut butter and a jelly, you and another person, and that's fine. It can be someone that you've never even met, that you met on the internet, that lives in another country. That's fine if they're your tribe. That is fine. Just have one person at least that you can confide in and trust and be close to And as life happens, as you grow, as you mature, you'll meet more people and you'll be close to them as well. Just know that. Point number two, make your tribe match your vibe. That should be song lyrics. It might be. I don't know. But nonetheless, 
Make sure that the people that you're hanging around, whether it's one, two, ten, doesn't matter, the people that are a part of your life, your life's precious moments that are feeding into your memories and your life as a whole, you only get one life. Make sure those people are giving you good energy. Make sure they are fueling the positive fire that you need. They're not someone who is negative and bogging you down and rude and doesn't respect your marriage, your relationship, doesn't respect parenthood. Make sure they're people that you need in your circle. You need good people in your circle or you don't need a circle at all. I promise you a toxic circle has never benefited anybody and it's not going to benefit you first. Just know that. Alrighty. Point number three, appreciate friends. Point blank. And I kind of touched on this already. Friends, that's all they are. Just appreciate your friends. Stop stressing so bad about having a tribe and appreciate that you have friends. I needed to hear this because we moved to Georgia in October. I don't have a single friend here, not one. And it is about to be March. It'll be March tomorrow. I don't know a single person here. I go to church here, but I just go to the service and then I have to leave because my child cannot handle more than that. And my husband's gone so often. So we just go to the service and then leave after the service. And I don't get to get involved in other groups and it's difficult, but I know that I'll make friends one day. I know that. And I'm fine because even though I don't have friends here to hang out with, to hang out with me and my son, to go to the park, to have girls night, that's okay because my tribe right now that's close by is my baby. And I love him. I love, love him. He's my favorite person besides my husband. But aside from that, I have my tribe outside of this. I have my friends outside of this. I have a friend in Colorado who's about to give birth, and I cannot wait to go see her and her baby next month. I have friends in my hometown. I have tribes everywhere. That's okay. You don't have to stress so bad about having a specific tribe as long as you can appreciate your friends. Just appreciate your friends. That's all you have to do. Point number four, some people aren't meant to be in your life forever, and I touched on this as well. There are people who might be the most important part of your tribe, and in 10 years from now, you may not speak to each other, and that's okay, because everything in life has a season. Seasons come and go. Everything in life comes and goes. Nothing is permanent. Everything is temporary. I wish that this weight that I brought on with my baby wasn't so permanent, but it's just hanging around. I mean, it has put up a tent. It is camping. Let me tell you what. I have worked hard to lose it, but it is just comfortable where it's at and it just wants to hang out a little longer. So maybe it'll learn to be temporary. Who knows? (laughs) But seriously, everything is temporary and some people aren't going to be in your lives forever and that's okay. And everyone has their reason for being in your life. So appreciate them for when they're here. Appreciate the good they bring to your life and know that that might be the reason they're here just for that reason. And that's it. And that's okay. So don't get stressed about having your tribe forever that starts at this age and goes on until you're in the same nursing home together. That would be great, but don't put all your eggs in one basket because if that doesn't happen, you're going to feel like you're a failure. You don't have any friends. You're not good enough. And that's not true. Not even true. Point number five, don't make excuses just because they're your tribe. I said this about the good energy thing. It's okay if you have friends that you keep close and you go through hardships and you help them get through it. That's good. That's healthy. But if you have friends that are toxic, that have changed their demeanor, changed their morals and their values, and they are people that are so lost in themselves, do not let them drag you down. You can love them from a distance. You can pray for them. You can help them to a certain degree. You can always love them and be their friend, but don't allow them to completely change 
your life and your situation and what you're going through and your relationships in a negative way. Don't allow that because some people have to go through certain things alone, but they can have your support from afar because they can be toxic to you and they can poison what you're going through in your marriage and they can distract you as a parent and get you on down a bad road and you don't want that. I've had to let go of friendships like that and I love them from afar. I support them from afar. I'm here to support them, but I will not let them get so involved in my circle that it is detrimental to me, my family, my relationships. I can't do that and they know that. So that's very important. Now, here's one last key point for you, and then I'll just do some closing notes. Every person you meet is for a reason. As I've said, every friend you have is a blessing. That is huge. (sighs) And here's the thing, and I'm trying not to stress my own self out talking about this because Lord knows I need to hear this. I am such a people pleaser, and I've said that time and time again on this podcast, but I like to fight for things to work. I don't like to just be that person that's like, well, I guess it's just not going to work out. No, if it's a relationship, a friendship, I want it to work. Now, if it's like assembling something from Ikea, I will give up on that in a split second. No shame. But as far as relationships, friendships, things that I've really invested in, I want those to work and I have a hard time giving them up. But there are things that I have to remember that Every person that I've met is for a reason. And maybe this friendship that I'm trying to keep alive, this tribe that I'm trying to keep together, maybe I've met them for a reason. I've had my experiences with them. And it's not that I need to push them away, but I don't need to bog myself down to hold them together when maybe they've already served their purpose in my life as my tribe. And now they can just be in my life as an acquaintance or a friend or just a human that I don't have any bad beef with, but I'm not going to die trying to pull them together as my tribe. Like, don't do that to yourself. There are people that they have their wedding and they have their bridesmaids and they love them and they're so great. And then when they renew their vows in 10 years, none of their bridesmaids are there. They're not that close anymore. That happens. Life change, people change. When you get married, you're getting married off of your friends from maybe birth until 22 years in my case, or 25 years or 30 years. If you live to be 85 and everybody changes every single day, there's a good chance some of those people are not going to change with you. And when you're 85, you're not going to have those same friendships. And that's okay. That doesn't make any of you a bad person. It doesn't make you a bad person if you've only had one close friend your whole life and you've never been that person with the tribe. That's okay. That is fine. Jesus had 12 followers. Does that make him a bad person and weird and odd because all these other people were following the wrong crowds? No. He had 12 followers. And now look at how many people follow him. But that's not the point. The point is... There's nothing that says X amount of people, X amount of numbers, X amount of money. None of that means that you have an important life that matters, that makes sense, that's worth having. No, you have an important life that matters, that's worth having. You're a person that's worth being a friend to because you're you and that's it. It's not based off of any other numbers, any other friends, any other anything. That's not the case. You're important, you're valuable, you're special, you're exactly who you need to be, and you will find people who will appreciate you and who will want you in your in their circle because of who you are. You will. I've made some amazing friends just on Facebook. Seriously, I have friends that I've met on mom groups, on my own personal Facebook I've gotten closer to because we're both parents now. They've gotten married, so now we're both married literally everything they've moved. And so now they're talking to me about, you know, I moved, how did you do it? All that. And you just make friends through some of life's crappiest situations. You find some of the best people for your, maybe or may not tribe. 
You just meet great people. You make great friends from all of life's situations. Every person is a blessing, good or bad. Every situation, good or bad, is a blessing in some form. You just have to know that truth. You have to hold on to that. And you have to know that there is no one in this world that can tell you that a certain tribe will make you more valuable because you are loved and favored in the eyes of the one person that matters. And that is true. And so am I, and so are they, and so is everybody. So love people, be kind to them. Say hey to a stranger in Walmart. Say, hey, how you doing? Talk to the cashier, be nice to them. Be that friendly person because you don't know who has a tribe, who doesn't have a tribe. They may not have a single friend and you being nice to them could change their whole entire day. You never know. Y'all have a great day. I love my podcast tribe. I love every single person that tunes in. You're part of this tribe. You're part of this group. If you listen for a half a second, you have officially joined it and we love having you here. I cannot wait to record future episodes with y'all. Have a blessed day.